Welcome to Part of Me, the Celebrating Disability podcast. Disabled people bring a wealth of experience and skills into the work environment. This podcast is designed for listeners to understand the benefits of supporting a disabled employee to achieve. Within this podcast, we will talk to disabled people from a variety of career backgrounds to discover how they manage their disability at work, sharing advice to managers and other disabled people to ensure inclusion. Hi, thank you very much for joining us again for another episode of Part of Me. We're here again with another guest who's just going to talk to us about her experience of the workplace and the advice that she will give to others as well. So, hello. Hello, Effie. I'm Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Thank you very much for joining me today. Thank you. Can you just tell me a bit about what you do? Well, in the broad spectrum kind of way, I um, try and deliver um, training and consultancy in inclusion and diversity. I try and go beyond the Equality Act and make more of a... um, aiming to make more of a mindset shift surrounding difference and values and respects. Mind telling me in your own words, other people that have interviewed on this podcast have said, but I want to hear in your words why you think equality and inclusion for disabled people is so important in the workplace. Well, I'll start off by saying I don't just do a disability. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that inclusion covers all bases. Um, you cannot have diversity without inclusion and vice versa. Neither work in isolation. Um, this is an important recognition. We can't expect people to know things regarding disability or difference without exposure or awareness. You yourself are a disabled person. Do you feel that your experience of being disabled has driven you to what you do now? Um, very much so, actually. Um, the key motivator actually. Um, I have been in employment before. I've worked for um, the government, I've worked for um, various charities. I, I work for Stonewall, an LGBTQ charity um, in the past as well. What I found in my work life up until I set up my own business was that my potential wasn't being recognised yeah. and I have a lot of it and I wanted to um, be in a role where I was able to reach it and, and go beyond it really um, and I didn't feel like I was getting the opportunities in employment to do that. Thank you. So, I mean, that that kind of really points out quite a lot of the things that I'm sure a lot of disabled people in the workplace face. So, if we're talking about barriers to entering the workplace and succeeding in the workplace, would that would that would you say that was your biggest barrier, or do you have any other barriers that you can share with us? I think the most important barrier that I come across time and time again um, is is an attitude where people are very keen initially and but also quite doubtful and are unwilling to risk giving a an opportunity to 
um, a person who, frankly, they don't know much about. And um, so part of what what we do as advocates and, and as trainers in organisations is to let people know that people with disabilities are capable of a lot more than we are giving credit for. Mm-hmm. We are able, we are capable, we are mindful, we are intelligent people, we are quick to problem solve because that's a key part of life from waking up to going to bed, you know. We think about, we problem solve 10 things before we even reach the door and that's both overlooked because it's not written down or said or so the problem solving aspects are very lucrative to a business. Um, also diversity in general often time and time again proved to be invaluable. The um by way of diversifying your workforce, you diversify your thinking and although it can be tough to build a diverse workforce the as a huge business case to suggest that you will succeed more you will be more you'll be more successful you will have you will drive innovation and and build a confident place in the global marketplace as a result. Mm. So uh, another barrier that I, I often I often find um in personally um is not actually actively listening to someone because we're quick to form an agenda and we're not so quick to break that down. And we need to be mindful of the fact that people often need encouragement to um, break that barrier. And I find that unconscious, I find that unconscious bias training and advice is very key there to dropping an agenda. Um, my personal barrier is the barrier that most affects me personally is my voice. Um, it's very variable, um, which is really annoying. Um, and but that impacts a lot on on my day and my work in life. Um, and my depression really and anxiety can grip hold quite fast and and. If one thing goes, and unfortunately a, a lot goes um, as a result. So maintaining my confidence is difficult, and especially when people do not um, seem to want to um, have confidence in me personally. I think that's a hard thing for everyone. I mean, um, talking without having a mental health illness... Um, it is hard sometimes to stay confident when you can feel that everybody around you 
um, is not wanting to hear what you have to say or is not confident in your abilities to actually push that through is really difficult. What advice would you give? You know, you mentioned a lot of barriers there. So what advice would you give to employers and managers? Maybe pick one or two of the things you were talking about um, to support a disabled person to overcome those barriers. I think that number one, not making assumptions, being mindful of not making assumptions, Mm. but also empowering people to challenge people who do make assumptions. Um, if you empower your entire workforce to call out bias, you'll be aware much more and therefore might be hopefully more mindful of biases in the future. Mm. Um, um, so, the bias is everywhere, of course, and we can't eliminate it completely. But where it comes to disability, it's much better to assume potential and merit mm-hmm. on that as opposed to necessarily those experience because unfortunately still in this day and age we are underrepresented um, in this society and unfortunately that is the major issue there. Disability confidence, which SCM for you will know A to Z um, about, um, is vital. Training managers to manage to take people who otherwise would be unaware and not willing to give opportunities equally, I think that's very important to listen and learn and let people with disabilities lead you rather than you leading them. I think there's a really good point and I think you know one that I'm going to pick up on that you were talking about earlier is seeing disabled people as potential and seeing what they can bring going on their strengths. So before when you were talking about the fact that we um, meet barriers every day in our daily lives because of our disabilities. If you think about that strength and what that's going to bring, as you said really well earlier, to the workplace, I think it's easier to overcome um, most things if you if you have a positive attitude in the first place. I mean, I think what we need to recognise first and foremost is we can't ex- we need to be mindful that it is a difficult concept. Mm-hmm. And it does take time, it does take commitment, it does take a lot to change these things. And people tend to shy away from uncomfortable situations and, com- and conversations because they're unsure how to act or unsure um, how to say and therefore avoid the, the, the situation entirely. If we allow, we don't allow ourselves to accept that we are part of a problem, we'll never be part of a solution. Mm-hmm. And I think that's true to evolving our understanding as a society, um, as a whole. 
I completely, oh my gosh, I, I mean, I say this on every podcast, so people will be rolling their eyes, but I completely 100% agree with you. It's not I deliberately pick people that I agree with, but I do completely agree with you. And, it, you know, if you think of any other minority groups, like black people or women, it's about, it, it took people standing together and moving forward and being that driving force to make a change. And you're right, it's about attitudes of disabled people and thinking, actually, I am, you know, I can make a difference. I am the solution that will so thank you for that that's a really good message I mean one more thing before we move Mm. on I mean one in my eyes the ABCs of of starting out with um, strategy or training is to hold yourself to account Mm -hmm. and others and be transparent about thinking and engage actively um by doing that you you can't know everything no one can but you can be a huge way forward in in that in that scope and i think that it's important as advocates as SNIR um to respond not react to people because our ultimate goal and role is to educate and not berate people for trying to engage. Brilliant. I couldn't have said it better myself. I completely agree. Sue, I mean, if there's anything else you can add to that for advice for disabled people, because I think you've just given some really good advice there, who are going into the workplace, who need confidence in the workplace, um, who want to help other people understand about the barriers they face and what they can bring to the workplace, what would that be? Try not to be... It's easier said than done, but try to be diplomatic in an approach. Mm -hmm. More barriers come up when you get angry, annoyed, upset, because they will... Employers, unfortunately, will see that as an extra barrier that I just don't want to deal with. They shouldn't, in my eyes, but they do. Everyone does, to a certain extent, um, create agendas and barriers. Um, but what we can do as disabled people is to be mindful that the concept is difficult. We need to raise awareness through interviewing, through um through talks and podcasts like like this, yeah, it, it it's a huge step forward um, for us all, and and we are all responsible. I think that that's, that's the, you know the kicker is that everyone responsible for it, and it shouldn't be something to do with HR. It should be something to do with people as as a whole. So what is your biggest barrier as a consumer? I think the age old one um, is often people will talk to people with me Mm -hmm. um, and not directly to me, which is absurd in my eyes. Um, But, you know, without exposure and awareness, it's difficult to know about these things um, but when that does happen or when I am faced with a barrier in 
um, because the role of consumers. Um, I think that to highlight the issue in a calm manner and try and resolve as a team, even if it's just chatting to um, a salesperson for five minutes about actually that wasn't best practice, you might want to do this without getting too annoyed. Um, I mean, credit to everyone who doesn't get annoyed because it's really difficult not to. Yeah. Um, but in reality, that one instance of, of empowerment to actively change something can be a five-minute thing, can be a two-minute thing. It doesn't have to be what the government overhaul pretends it to be. It can be. T- it can be simple, mm-hmm. and, and and that's that's the reality. And um, and that one moment can change a perspective for life forever. And that one moment can be crucial. Mm-hmm. Completely agree. Absolutely. Thank you. Um, so we're coming to the end of the podcast now. Is there anything that you would like our listeners to know that we haven't already covered? Bear in mind, it's not a sales pitch. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I'll just highlight the most important thing, and that is patience and empowerment, and 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 trying to get as much of that as we can. Okay, so um, thank you very much, Sarah. This has been really helpful. If any listeners want to know any more, Sarah is one of my associates on my team page on the website, so you can find her through there. Contact me, and I can put you in touch. Thank you so much, Sarah, for your time. Thank you, Essie. See you next time, everyone. You have been listening to Part of Me, the Celebrating Disability podcast. For further information on any of the topics raised or to share your experiences, do get in touch by emailing se.hardy at celebratingdisability.co.uk. You can also find more information on our website at www.celebratingdisability.co.uk.